Don't you want somebody to love? You better find somebody to love. Well, Janice, to get it going? What's up, everybody? Dude, my voice is shot. Shot right now, I tell you. That's how we're doing it. That's how we're starting off 2024 with a voice that don't work. Oh, I missed you guys. I gotta be honest with you. Really, really did miss you guys. We took too long of a time off. I got bored. But I tell you what, I got a lot of stuff for you today. Jam-packed full of factoids and fun. And of course, we got to talk about the Golden Bachelor wedding between Gary and Teresa. I got a lot of thoughts, actually. I don't know how Brandy feels. I don't even know if she watched it. I haven't even watched it. I was just there. And I was like, what are we doing? We got like his exes here? Jesus Christ. Haven't we put Teresa through enough? Apparently not. You are not free in the bachelor world until we really fuck with you at your wedding. <laughs> and then, once you have completed all of our trials, then, and only then, may you start your life with Gary. Dude, 2023 was a shit show. We are just a couple days in 2024, and so much has happened. Gypsy Rose, Cat Williams, aliens in a Miami mall? Gary gets hitched. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel are fighting and Shia LaBeouf wants to become a deacon. He wants to become what I am. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, stick to Transformers, my guy. Because if you want to be a man of the cloth, you got to be ordained like your boy. Everywhere you go, you have to play Gagarian chant. Just so you know, Shia LaBeouf. This is how it goes. Anyways, not going to hold back today, guys. We're going to start 2024 with some truth bombs. <laughs> uh, let's call it Brandi. What do you say? It's time to call her up. 2024. Going to be a shit show. Hello? Hello. I've been doing a new thing. Well, what's that? Where I hold the mic. Oh, okay, I like that. I'm so old. My back hurts so bad all the time why um if i had to guess i would say it's all the manual labor i do and zero stretching or recovery after because yeah. i'm an idiot mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah my so if i hold the mic and sit back it hurts my back less okay i like that and then maybe and then maybe you'll be louder and i won't have to like change the levels yeah. all over the place yeah um i too have a bad back and mm -hmm. i attribute it to age and I've been combating it, though. And I'm, I'm going to give you some of my favorite things to fight the bad back. Please. You got to stretch, unfortunately. And that's it. And that's not it. Um, do you have Peloton? No, I do not have a Peloton. Okay. Well, you can get the app. And then you can just, oh. like... Because they have, like, you know, they have yoga. They've got, like, weight oh. training. They've got a bunch say, of stuff. It's not just riding a bike. I on a bike. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I get on a bike. But it was on the Peloton app, they have stretching and then they have like back exercises to combat this. And I realized what I was doing when I was working out, like I do, I do chest and I do legs and I do abs or whatever. And when I wasn't working on my back, so I was just all like, mm. all, all the strength was in the front and it was just, mm -hmm. so now you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta do the rows. You gotta See, do the, the back thing, you know? I think I'm the opposite. I think I, my back, it's worked out so much with the horses and I, and I don't do the front. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm very like, 
I don't know, like tight in my chest and in my front of my shoulder. Yeah. And then my back, like my muscles get worked, but all of this just ends up being tight. It's terrible. Dude, Getty Gold sucks. Oh, it sucks so freaking bad. You got to do the cow pose and the cat pose. So the cow pose is like you're on all fours and you really like kind of bend your stomach towards the ground. And then the cat pose is you're on all fours and you really bend your spine towards the sky. And that stretches out your back. And that's how we're starting 2024 on YFT. It's us just being old talking about how to fix our back. Oh, what a tragedy. Yeah. I wonder if we've got any like newer, younger listeners who are like, what's happening here? They got no riz, man. Probably not. Um, yeah. Mm, no. 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 We probably got a lot of like Golden Bachelor listeners, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. They're our demo now. For sure. Which I have a lot of thoughts about the Golden Bachelor. Uh, first things first, how was your New Year's? Well, first things first. Okay. I haven't seen you in so long or talked to you. We can't do this ever again. I know. I was just, before I called you, I was telling the wife tears, like, I don't like taking that long off. No, I don't think we should do this ever again. Yeah, I don't know. Why did we decide? I think we decided to do it because know. Christmas was on a Wednesday and that's when yeah. it would come out. And then it was like New Year's Eve, or New Year's, mm -hmm. whatever. I, anyways, we just need to not do that again. I imagine the wife no. tears are very angry at us. It was too long. Yeah, we're sorry. Because like I watched a lot of shit, but like it's been so long, I can't even remember what I watched. You should um, take, take notes, notes. Blah blah blah. Nah. No, that's not. That's that's. We're not doing that. <laughs> that's not for me. Um, I watch a lot of stuff, but I just got like a lot of like stuff I want to talk about. You know. Oh, oh well, let's just dive into it. Well, first, like, New Year's. Yeah. How, how was New Year's? Yeah. How was your holiday? I feel like I did Christmas early because my family came to visit me like mid-December. Yeah. And when they were here, like, you know, we did Christmas party thing and like it just felt like Christmas already. So I kind of felt like I'd already had it. So Christmas for me was just chilling. Okay. And like hang hanging with the farm animals, obvi. Um, and then New Year's, I played a gig in Nashville. So I got to be at home, you know, which was really great. Fun. Um, it was great. You know, I drank a lot of champagne. Yeah. I wore a pretty dress. Nice. I made made good chunk of change. Yeah. Can't complain. All right. So what about you? Uh, holidays were great. We had Sarah's parents come in town. The only thing that sucked was Sarah got COVID like I the know. day before her parents got in town. And obviously her dad's on Broadway, so he can't get COVID. Mm. So we had to put them up in a hotel and couldn't see them for a couple of days, which sucked. But yeah, um, I guess the silver lining was is that Sarah got COVID. And that's a scary thing for someone who's immunocompromised. But she was able to beat it really quickly, actually. Oh, good. Did you ever get it? No, I never got it. I was making right. out with her the entire time. Jeez. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then my dad came in town and we were all together and it was so much fun. And then we had, you know, New Year's, we, we got invited to a bunch of cool stuff. Like um, we got invited to go to Aspen with some friends or cool. Vail or whatever. I don't even know where it was. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw Sean and Nina. Yeah, Sean and Nina invited us and we were that like that. Crew. Yeah, I was like, that, that sounds like fun. fun. I know, but we were like, we've traveled so much and then, um, our buddy Glenn Powell has like this uh, really cool ranch in Texas and he invited us oh. and our buddies Kayla and Tanner and Court Overstreet, they were all going. We we're like, that sounds like so much mm. fun. And, but we were like, we've traveled so much this year. Mm. Let's just stay Don't at home. Do it. Yeah. Let's yeah. just chill. So we went, went to uh, the golf club, had dinner, which was nice. We, we had dinner with a bunch of old people. So it's nice to like ring in the new year being like, this is what this is what I'm going to be soon. I'm going to be one of these old people, even though I kind of am one of those old people already. And then we came home and a couple of friends came over and we rang in the new year. We're, we are getting old because yeah. th those were the most boring New Year's recaps I've ever heard in my life. I know. 
Yeah. It is what it is. We're old people now and that's fine. Um, is it? <laughs> no, not really. I hate it. Well, why of tears, we've missed you and we're glad to be back. Truly, truly we have. Yeah. Um, should we shut the show? Oh uh, yeah. Go for it. Start it off. Oh, okay. I could start the whole year off. I'm so yeah. excited. You know what one of my resolutions for 2024 is? What's that? To be healthier. I know everyone says that, but I'm really going to do that. And you know how I'm going to do it? How? Well, working out one, but I am going to be eating better. Mm -hmm. And that's why I am using HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and, and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy and fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I know for me, having time to cook is just something I don't normally have, which is why HelloFresh is so great. They handle the meal planning and the shopping. So all you have to do is open your weekly box of ingredients and step-by-step -step recipes to get cooking. They even have 15-minute recipes, which are perfect for me, designed to help minimize mealtime stress. So they also say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I believe that. I eat breakfast every single day, and HelloFresh agrees. In fact, they're giving all subscribers free breakfast for life. Wait, what? What? That means you'll enjoy what? totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. Now that's worth waking up early for. Go to HelloFresh.com slash YFT free and use code YFT free for a free breakfast for life, dude. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash YFT free and use the code YFT free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. All right, y'all, uh, a new year is a great time to grow your business, but if you're stuck in the trenches of daily tasks like managing order fulfillment, you're not able to focus on what really matters, and that's increasing freaking sales. That's why you need to get down with ShipStation. That's right. ShipStation is super easy to use, and it has a really quick setup. You can do it anywhere from your computer, from your phone, and their order details page lets you quickly and easily update crucial order information, which reduces errors and saves you time. Plus, you can print labels, compare rates, and optimize every shipment, and you can even automate delivery notifications. ShipStation even has industry-leading discounted rates from U.S. 
USPS, UPS, DHL, and more with discounts up to 89% off of USPS and UPS rates. That's a huge discount. 2024, we are manifesting more money, which means you need some more sales. Make sure this is your most profitable year with ShipStation. Use promo code YOURFAVORITETHING today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 30-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code YOURFAVORITETHING. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy, the first episode of 2024. We're only a couple of days into 2024 and like so much has happened. Uh, has it? Yeah. I mean, oh. like, okay, so the Golden Bachelor happened. That was. That did happen. It seemed a little, well, why do we have to do it so quickly? Anyways, um, Gypsy Rose is out of prison. Cat Williams is like calling out like every person in Hollywood for being in the Illuminati. There's aliens in a mall in Miami. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel are fighting and Shia LaBeouf wants to become a deacon. Oh. He thinks, he thinks he's me, dude. <laughs> he thinks he's me. Well, I didn't know about any of this except the aliens. And I did see there was a tornado in Fort Lauderdale, which great, terrifying. Amazing. Yeah. Let's start with the Golden Bachelor wedding. Let's do. Um, I was severely disappointed at how little camera time you got, honestly. Okay, so do you want to hear something really funny? Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go because Sarah can't go yeah. because she's obviously employed by a different tv company and like her being on tv probably wouldn't have been the greatest thing in the world so i really kind of wasn't gonna go it would have been fun i was like oh it's fun to see ben and dean and caitlin and everyone there yeah. but i was like i i've been to nine weddings in the past year i don't know if i need another one mm-hmm. so then i get a phone call on new year's day so hungover <laughs> and they're like hey listen jesse his wife is about to give birth and she does not want him to go to this wedding. We need you to come and be his backup in case he doesn't come. I was thinking that. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fine. That's, yeah, cool. So first of all, they send me the script of this entire thing like 18 hours before we're about to do it. And I'm like, okay. So I go there. I do the entire rehearsal as Jesse, effectively. It's the night before. And I'm like, when do I find out if I'm doing this? We'll know at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning if he gets on an airplane. Okay. So at 6 a.m. comes and I'm like, hey, guys, am I doing this or not? And they're like, "Um, we're not really sure. We're not really sure. Oh, my gosh. Maybe five hours before we go live, they're like, he's on a plane. He's coming. But he might have to turn around because if she goes into labor, like. So the entire time I was like, I might have to do this thing. I was like, you guys, this is live the tape, right? And so, like, for everyone that doesn't know what that means, live the tape usually means there's, like, a little bit of a delay, like a 20-minute delay just in case. And they're like, no, this is live, baby, live. And I was like, you're telling me (laughs) that we're doing this entire thing live with me, who's had less than a day with this script, number one. And two, you've got Charity, who's great on camera, but never done, like, live stuff other than, like, probably being interviewed on Dancing with the Stars. Right. And unhinged Kathy, who's never done anything like this. I was like, can we have like a 20 minute delay? Like, what does it matter if it's like a little bit delayed? Like, oh, we don't want spoilers. It was like, spoilers. Everyone knows they're getting married. What are we talking yeah. about here? What's there happening? Are, yeah. I guess the Braden thing, but like. Yeah. Which not, I. No. Which, by the way, that was not in the script the day beforehand. So. Oh. Yeah. So anyways, I was supposed to host it. And then he came in and did oh, it. And that would have been so epic. I know, but it also might have been an absolute train wreck. 
Yeah, but that would have been fun to watch. I know. That would have been great. Yeah. Uh, could have helped my career. Could have hurt my career. Who knows? Probably a little of both. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so I didn't, but I would have enjoyed it. I didn't watch it, but when we were doing the rehearsals, Charity and Kathy were so unhinged. Like I was like, Oh my God. I was like, what are they talking about right now? I actually kind of thought Kathy was good. Yeah. Once I wasn't hosting it, then I was just like in the party. So I didn't get to hear her. But like when I was doing the rehearsal, her bit was like, I'm single, I'm alone, find me a man. And that was like the entire bit, like the entire night. When we were doing the rehearsal, I was like, Kathy, at the end, I was like, Kathy, are you single? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard. You know what I thought she did well? There were a couple of times where I could tell they would be talking to somebody and it was time for them to go and someone else to come in, you know, for for an interview or whatever. Yeah. And Charity would have just sat there and talked to them all night long. And Kathy was like really good at moving it along and yeah. being like, okay, off you go. Like, da -da -da -da. like, I don't know. I thought she was pretty good. Good. I, I, I haven't watched it. I was just there for it. And then I know exactly every, I know every bit that happened because I had to rehearse the entire thing. Yeah. Regardless of the fact that like, I've worked on like bachelor shows for so long. I do have some things that like I did not love about what they did that night. Okay. I thought it was really, really weird that Leslie and Faith were there. Agree. If this was my wedding, if there was a like Ben and Lauren wedding, right? On live TV mm -hmm. and I was Ben, I would be so upset that JoJo was in the front row. Yeah. And if I was Lauren, I'd have been like, what are you doing? Why is... This is really weird. Mm -hmm. The other thing I, I liked Kathy. I thought like she. I thought she was amazing TV. Like the zip it thing was so funny. But like the one person who was kind of mean to Teresa was the one who mm -hmm. was like showcased the entire wedding. True. If I was Teresa, I'd be like, hold on, you're not having her do this at my wedding. Mm -hmm. The one person who was kind of mean to me the entire time and told me to zip it. True. Those things just weirded me out. Mm. Great TV, I suppose. I'm just saying, like, if I was Teresa or Gary, I'd be like, what are we doing? Why are they here? Yeah, I agree. Love Brayden. Love Christina, actually. Yeah, what a cute couple. They're so cute. Love and, that. And I've known them. about that for a long time. Oh. Did not think that that was an appropriate place and time to do that. I agree. I even told producers, I was like, this is Gary and Teresa's night. You shouldn't try to take it that anything away from them and like we don't need we don't need this for this to be successful like it's already right. successful well he asked gary's permission if it was okay and i said that's all well and good but did he ask teresa's because that's mm. teresa's big day too yeah i saw a lot of people on tiktok say it was cringy and that you shouldn't propose at somebody else's wedding so yeah i mean i don't even know if it was cringy i'm just i just think like like it was cute i was right there i filmed the entire thing actually on my phone but i just was like i'm not sure if the timing's right for that yeah like maybe like let's do paradise next year and do it there you know or mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. yeah so those are like kind of like my overall thoughts Tasha and caitlin sat at the same table together i did not i didn't i don't think i even really saw Tasha. yeah on I, screen, but I was multitasking, so there's a chance I missed that. Um, I don't really know the tea on all this. Um, okay, so I'll give I've, you the I've rundown. Just started, I've just started picking up on it via TikTok. Yeah. But I, this is kind of the first I've really heard in the past couple of days of the whole Caitlyn and Zach thing. Yeah, so the rumor was is that Zach was cheating on Tasha or Caitlyn was cheating on Jason with Zach. Oh, see, I didn't even hear that part. I just thought they went on a date or something. And then Caitlyn went on online and was like, "We, I never cheated on anybody. I swear my dog's life or something like that. And then there were like pictures that like showed up from New Year's Eve where like she had her arm around Zach or whatever. So mm -hmm. I guess she didn't really kind of, she didn't 
denounced like her hooking up with Zach. It, she just said that she didn't cheat on, no one cheated on anybody. Right. Here's my advice to people in the bachelor world. Stop dating people from the bachelor world. I know. There are 7 billion people on this earth. Yeah. You've got a lot of options. We got to stop. True. Like it's one thing if you met on the show <laughs> and like yeah. left together. Great. But stop the intertwining incestual weirdness of the bachelor world. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I'll happen? tell you my least favorite thing okay. about the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The band at the end. You know who that was? I don't, but it wasn't good on television. <laughs> so that was the Dan band. What's that? You, you know in Wedding Crashers? Yeah. You know the band that's like, I fucking need you more tonight. I fucking uh -huh. need you more than ever. That's that band. Got it. But here's the problem with that. Mm. You know, the whole thing this year was journey don't stop believing you know right like you're an mm -hmm. old person but you could still find love that song is sung by journey steve perry who has one of the highest registers of ours or any other generation and then you got some guy who probably doesn't have that vocal range <laughs> doing that song we needed to drop it a few keys that's it my was not good like now that you say, oh, that's the band from Wedding Crashers. Like I, I get like, oh, they're supposed to, they're supposed to be funny. Oh, they're it's supposed to be bad. Okay, but to me, that wasn't the right thing for this wedding. Like it just didn't fit. Like he at one point he literally was like, catch me, Jerry, and yeah, uh, or Gary, catch me, Gary, and um, and like no one even acknowledged it. And yeah. it was just like a weird thing. I don't know. I was there when we rehearsed it, and I was like, mm, this is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be an interesting outro uh but yeah. we shall see how it goes but here's the thing then there was like a real re uh reception which it wasn't filmed and the mm. band was awesome oh same band no completely different like uh, a total uh, wedding uh. band fun fact the wedding planner same person who um did my wedding mindy weiss oh wow yeah it was good to see her love that yeah anyways i loved i cried at the wedding especially like when like the kids gave speeches and stuff it was so cute mm -hmm. very cute it was like a really long thing it was like was it two hours so long. That's why, like, I wasn't really paying attention to all of it. So I may have missed things. My thing was, is like, why isn't it just the wedding? Why do we have to like pretend it's the Emmys? We're like, yes. we're going to the gold carpet to see what Carson Daly's wearing here at the end. You know, like, <laughs> I why was it? It's just. And then I I remember doing the rehearsal, and it's all. And coming up, Gary and Teresa finally. Tie the knot on live TV. <laughs> and we're back. Coming up, Gary and Teresa finally totally. find love. Coming up. And it was like six of them where I was like, are we ever going to get to this wedding? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Anyways, on it. I met yeah. all the golden bachelor ladies, though. Um, Joan's lovely. Ellen's lovely. Yeah. Leslie's lovely. I met her and her brother was there. She also like just got back from like surgery. I'm like, what are you doing here, lady? Get out of here. Uh, Faith is so nice. Teresa is so, so pretty in person and so tiny and petite. And she's great. And I'll tell you what, Joey, nice guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's cute. He's yeah. had that bachelor glow up, you know? Beautiful green eyes. I loved his green suit. Yeah. I usually despise the suit choices on the men of the show, yeah. but I loved his green suit. Yeah. We all went and played golf. I beat him. So nice. that's good. Love that for you. Yeah. So anyways, that was the Golden Bachelor wedding.
in Palm Springs. What a time. What a time to be alive, guys. So you saw the the aliens at the mall in Miami, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so for those of you that don't know about this, like the mall. 200 cop cars show up at this mall in Miami where there were reports of like 10 foot tall aliens in a portal. Mm-hmm. Come to find out it was kids fighting with sticks, mm. which doesn't make a whole lot of sense and like seems like a really big overreaction from the police department if it's like kids with sticks, right? Yeah. So on TikTok, everyone's saying that like like uh, it was it was aliens, and then you know the cops are just lying about it. And you know what? I believe it. Me too. I saw someone on TikTok. They were like, they got the longitude and latitude wrong. The longitude and latitude of the of the Miami marketplace, the Bay, the Miami Bayside marketplace. When you flip them around, it's the center of Antarctica, which is the portal to whatever. And I'm like, I believe it. <laughs> Hundred percent. That's exactly what happened. Uh, the geez. aliens fucked up the longitude latitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. Sure, sure. There was a lot of people that showed up, like for. I know. And if it was like a bomb scare, that's a that's a lot of cops. You never just never know what's really going on in Florida. Totally. You know. Hundred percent. Mm. All right, wife. Tears. Every year I try to go through my clothes and get rid of what I'm not wearing, donate it, you know, and make room for stuff that I need. But this year I decided to also take it one step further and go through all of my undergarments. And you guys know how much I love Skims. I've literally switched all of my underwear over to Skims. Their Fits Everybody collection thongs are just my absolute favorite. But I hadn't tried very many of their bras yet. And I freaking hate bras, you guys. Like they're so uncomfortable. I really try not to wear them. I absolutely have to. But I got a few skims bras and I truly am obsessed. I've been wearing them a ton under like my everyday t-shirts and my big bulky sweaters that I'm wearing over the winter. And I just had to share with you guys which ones worked for me. My favorite so far is their no-show unlined balconette bra. I also got the unlined demi bra, but for some reason the balconette bra just fits me really, really great. Not only are they so comfortable, but they truly don't show even underneath my white t-shirts, which is really tough for me to find. Sometimes even when bras say that they don't show, you can still kind of see the lines, but I'm telling you guys, I can't with this one. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you'll feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Skims bras are now available at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your orders, like podcast and the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Skims is Awesome. Can we talk about Gypsy Rose for a second? Who is that? You don't know who Gypsy Rose is? No. So her mom abused her and like made her doctors think that she was sick and she wasn't sick. Okay. She had her boyfriend kill her mom. You you not you not remember this? I don't. Is this a documentary? Was it Joey King? Yeah, Joey King played her in the in the movie. Patricia Arquette played the mom. Um, I don't think I saw it. Okay, well, this is not as fun to talk about if you don't know what I'm talking about, but I think a lot of people out there know who Gypsy Rose is. Anyway, so she finally got out of prison, right? Mm -hmm. And she's kind of going on this, like, whole celebrity tour thing. And she's going on all the talk shows. She was on Nick's podcast. She's kind of being, like, treated as, like, a celebrity, which is weird. I hate that. Yeah, I know. And, like, so there's two ways to look at it. You know, she kind of fought back against someone who's abusing her, which is, like, yeah, good good for you, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But, like... You did, you had someone kill your mom, you know? (laughs) 
Like he could have maybe called the cops or something. I don't know. I'm sure like maybe people didn't believe her or what whatnot. Mm-hmm. You're a celebrity now because you got. I don't think. And so. the guy, the boyfriend that killed the mom, still gonna be in jail forever. Right. True. I don't know. I could be totally off on this. I just feel like a weird feeling from it. Ooh. I need you to be more caught up with like current events. I get my news from TikTok. So if it's not on my TikTok algorithm, I just don't know anything. Okay. Did you see the whole thing with Cat Williams? No. Fuck. Okay. I got to get a new co-host here. I got to get someone no. who knows what's going on. <laughs> Why don't you start sending me these news articles? Okay. So Cat Williams went on Shannon Sharp's podcast and basically was like the Illuminati is <laughs> fucking the world over. And the reason like Kevin Hart is the reason why Kevin Hart's such a big figure is because he is part of the Illuminati and all this stuff. This is this has been a, a thing for years and years and years. People thinking celebrities are the Illuminati. I know. I have yet to be approached by any Illuminati. Me too. Everyone thinks my sister's in it. I'm like, I would know. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. How do you get in that? I don't know. Anyways, I feel like TikTok is not what it used to be. It's not. I feel like the end of TikTok is nigh. I could see it. Here's an ad for a vacuum cleaner. Here's an ad for a <laughs> pump to pump up your tires. Here's a mm. bunch of lives of people just fucking not doing anything really saying, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. And then it's like three things I like. And it's like, I, I scrolled through 17 things I did not want. I know. You know? I do feel like it used to be more like comedy based TikTok. Yeah. And now it's not. Now it's like a lot of tutorials and shit like that. And you're like ads. It's like really funny videos split screen with like weird life hacks of turning bottle caps into broom holders. And I'm like, are we so ADD'd out? We can't even watch one video that's funny. We have to also be watching this other video of like hacks of like things I didn't need. Like I don't need to have, oh, I can turn a jar lid into a thing that holds screws. Thank God I know that now. <laughs> Some of the life hack videos are like educational. I guess, but- Some of them I'm here for. It's a lot of stuff with glue guns. I gotta be like glue <laughs> sticks. <laughs> I like the ones that like, I like. I watched one last week that um, was like a hack for like cleaning your washing machine yeah. with vinegar. Okay. And I did it and it worked. Oh, and really? I was like, Thanks for that tip. Yeah, it did. So like oh. things like that I'm here for. Okay. Yeah. It's but just, it's a glorified YouTube, I guess, right? Like I guess. It's really sad. I I'm starting to like I got to get away from that. Yeah. I don't know if you get this. It's an ad to pump up my tires. I don't get this one. Okay. For some reason it thinks that I need <laughs> my tires are uninflated. I get it all the time. Mm. Then there's a vacuum. There's like the TikTok vacuum. I get that I a lot. That there's no. like the knockoff Dyson hair dryer. I get that all the time. Mm. What are the ads you get? Maybe get the better ones. I get a lot of ads for like, this tool will take all the dog hair off of all of your clothes. Like yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah, I've seen that one. Which are good. Those are nice. We got that one for like the carpet. Didn't fucking work. It didn't? No. And also everything's coming from China. It takes seven months I to know. get here. I know. It's like, hey, China, um, what did you do? Did you put us on a sailboat? What's I also get like a lot of like, um, like closet organization ads mm. that I'm a sucker for and things like that. Got it, got it, got it. Well, mm. Yeah, I don't know. And then I've gone down this weird, like, suburban mine TikTok. Have you heard about that? No. It's this lady who's mining underneath her house, and she lives in, like, suburbia. What? Mining for what? I don't know. She's just building a fucking giant tunnel underneath her house. 
Oh my God. You trying to break El Chapo out of jail, lady? Like, it makes no sense. She's like me. a doomsday prepper? I don't even know. It makes no sense. She's like pouring concrete out there, reinforcing the wall so it doesn't collapse in. If I'm in her neighborhood, I'm like, hey, lady, don't take that out of my head. How does she have time for all this? How, she's got a jackhammer. Does she go to work? I have no idea. <laughs> how do you live? It makes no sense. <laughs> the Epstein list came out. I did hear about that. Anyone you know on that bitch? I didn't read it. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I read some of it. <laughs> I mean. Probably, to be honest, but. I'm not super surprised that Bill Clinton was. I know. Man, I want to go down to the island. And that sounded more like George Bush, but. And, and Trump was kind of on it, kind of not. Mm. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people in Hollywood were like, fuck. Yep. This is not a good start to the year. Um, you got some fave things, bro, or what's going on? I do. Okay. okay, my ultimate fave thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the thing I texted you about. Did you watch The Murder at the End of the World? I did. And? Loved it. Holy fuck. It's my favorite show that I've seen in a very long time. I will say this. Sarah and I called it. Yeah, I could have guessed that. That you may be. You're good at that. Like, the, I mean, both of you guys are good at that, I guess. Because I don't know, like I love to get so lost in something that I almost like don't look for the answers because I want to enjoy it. You know yeah. what I mean? But like my sister, for instance, has been on so many sets that like she can't help but think that way too, and so yeah. she always knows everything. But I, I just like love to live in, um, in like denial and like not let myself figure it out. Yeah. But I loved the show. I'm, I'm obsessed with Emma Corrin. Uh, and I think it's so interesting that I just watched her season of The Crown. And that's actually why I started watching the show because I saw her name and I was like, oh, I loved her as Princess Diana. I'm going to watch this. Interesting. I know. And she was fantastic. I mean, the whole cast is great. The show is great. But she carries that entire show. I mean, the hours that girl spent on set, she isn't like every single scene like it's pretty amazing i thought she was so good and then i'm absolutely obsessed with the guy Har harris harrison Har i think it's harrison dixon harris dickinson harris dickinson okay not harrison i'm obsessed with him and he was so good in this i never saw triangle of sadness but i i'm gonna go back and watch that now because i oh. imdb him and saw he was in that i know and i heard it was great amazing and then also like he is about to blow the fuck up he's also in the new iron claw movie that just came out which yeah. i really am dying to see um with zach efron and jeremy allen white and he is also in the new product campaigns like he is about to just absolutely blow up and it's so well deserved i think he's incredible i'm obsessed with him Darby Hart, a Gen Z amateur sleuth, attempts to solve a murder at a secluded retreat. Murder at the end of the world on Hulu. Written by Britt Barling. She's the one who did like the OA and Another Earth. She's a genius. Really good writer. She is a genius. Yeah, she's really good. Clive like, Owen. Like she wrote it. She's in it. Like what the fuck? She did that with the OA too. It's crazy. Yeah, Clive Owen's in it. Um, and then a bunch of other, obviously Emma Corrin and Harris Dickinson. So good. So it's a it's a whodunit murder mystery. Sarah and I were talking about this though. Like as humans, we love it. Obviously, we love murder mysteries. I mean, Sherlock Holmes is like you know. There's a reason why that's such a big genre, mm -hmm. but it is so incredibly unrealistic. There is well, of course there has never been a time which you have been because you have to be stranded. You have to yeah. have no connection to the outside world for this to make sense, and that right. never happens. <laughs> like anytime there would be a murder, we'd be like, we need to have the cops here now. <laughs> yeah. 
please, know, please come here. And like, so yes, of course it's like a retreat in Iceland and like, yeah, yeah. there's a storm, oh, whatever. So, so many crazy things need to happen for a murder mystery to be actually a thing. Mm -hmm. That's so true. The other massive part of this story though, is like their flashbacks to hunting down that serial serial killer, which I thought was like just such an incredible, like, side story like yeah. a whole nother story and like set you know of this entire series and honestly like that was the part i think i loved the most was like their story and you know their road trip and their discovery and all that i don't know i thought it was one of the best shows i've i get told my mom it's the best thing i've seen since silo and she mm. actually she was like i liked it better than silo and i was like well it's different but yeah like i just think those two young actors are just so freaking talented I watched Rebel Moon. Did you watch that? I did watch Rebel Moon. I loved it. I did too. Okay, good. I loved it. Yeah. I think it was kind of getting like mixed reviews. I could see that. When a peaceful settlement on the edge of a distant moon finds itself threatened by armies of a tyrannical ruling force, a mysterious stranger living among its villagers becomes their best hope for survival. Rebel Moon on Netflix. Zack Snyder wrote it and directed it. I mean, this is everything I love. Fantasy, space, Mikhail Huseman, yeah. Charlie Hunnam. Like, <laughs> the list continues. Yeah, they wrote this for you. <laughs> they really did, Zach, didn't they? They should put me in the second one. Zack Snyder was like, I need to write a movie that Brandy Cyrus would really be into. Who do I got to get? Well, we got to get Mikhail Huseman in. And then oh, he's so hot. We he's get so hot in this. Like, he's just so hot. And then we got to get Charlie Hunnam for sure. Also hot. Also, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Okay, wife tears. If you haven't seen Rebel Moon, just fast forward like twenty seconds here. Spoiler yeah. alert: devastated that Charlie's the bad guy. Absolutely gutted. Like I saw it coming. I knew it deep down. Yeah, come on. Devastated. I know. Ah. I don't know if you know this, but um, Zack Snyder wrote it to be part of the Star Wars franchise and took it to Disney, and they said no on it. Interesting. And then he was like, "Okay, I'll go to Netflix and just make." So if you watch it, it's like very much like a Star Wars. Very much. Even like one of the girls has a lightsaber, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I loved it. It was- Loved it. I thought it was so fun. Me too. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you liked it. And you know there's another one coming out in April. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm pumped for um, it. The girl, the lead girl, she hasn't done a whole lot. She's incredible. And what a great, what a great like breakout role for her. Not break. I know she's done a couple other things, but like this is I think her first like massive thing with, with another massive cast. Mm-hmm. She's so good. You know any other favorite things? I'll start with the most recent thing I watched. Okay. You might have to look up what it's called. Um, it's on HBO. It's a um, docu-series, I guess. I've only watched one episode. So the way I would describe it is it's like a doc. Oh, yeah. It's called Edge of the Earth. The way I would describe it just from watching the first episode is uh, like a documentary about like extreme action sports, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I love documentaries. I love extreme sports. I love anything that's travel related shows like the landscapes of places. So like episode one, um, these guys, well, not these guys, these two guys and a girl go to like the middle of freaking nowhere, Alaska, where no one has been. And they hike 15 miles in on this glacier, climb a mountain that's like never been summited and skied and they ski and snowboard to the bottom. And it's fucking epic. Four groups of athletes embark on four never-before-accomplished missions. Edge of the Earth on HBO Max. It's so good. I don't. I wasn't familiar with anybody in this first episode, but like they're all experts in what they do, right? Like the girls got X Games medals or Olympic medals, and the and the guys like 
one of the most he's like he's like snowboarded the most extreme routes like all over the world like nepal crazy shit and it shows their entire journey and it's like takes like three weeks to do it and of course they like get caught in a blizzard and get caught in avalanches like there's all these things happening um and you watch them like conquer this mountain that's never been done and it's very cool so i'm excited to finish the series and see what the other episodes are about nice do you remember that story of the woman who went through the drive-thru at McDonald's and spilled coffee on herself and sued McDonald's and it became like this big story about frivolous lawsuits in the United States and like mm-hmm. how like how terrible and petty we are as Americans and like, of course, coffee's hot. What the fuck do you think, lady? You remember this? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I did some more research into this. Okay. And it's a lot different than what I was initially thought to believe. Like, yeah, of course, bitch, coffee's hot. Like, make sure the top's on, lady. This is on you. But when I tell you it's so much more aggressive than what we thought. Okay, her name was Stella. It happened in 1992. Mm -hmm. The coffee that burned her was so dangerously hot, it caused third-degree burns through her clothes in three mm. seconds, she had third degree burns over 16% of her body. And here's the thing that no one ever told us, including her inner thighs and genitalia. The skin on her genitalia was burned away. It was so hot, it fused her labia. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, you should fucking sue. <laughs> If your vagina gets fused, mm. what kind of coffee will we make it over here, McDonald's? You gotta that learn a lesson. Sound. That doesn't sound good. I couldn't believe it. What are you serving over here? Magma from a volcano? How'd you heat this thing up in a nuclear reactor? Did you get this breakfast blend from the depths of Mordor? Are you brewing it on Venus? What do you call this coffee? Satan's butthole? <laughs> We're out here fucking shaming this poor lady. Frivolous lawsuit, you dumb bitch. Of course coffee's hot. The sky is blue. What? You forgot to tell everybody about the labia problem. No one at CNN or Fox News or MSNBC told me that part of the fucking equation. No. Lady, you deserve all the money in the world. Also, McDonald's, you got fucking plenty of money. They do. It's very fucked up. What? (laughs) Oh. Why Why are you just now I don't like <laughs> putting these pieces together? I remember my parents being like, frivolous lawsuit, ambulance chaser, fuck this bitch. What? Uh. You didn't hear about the <laughs> her genitalia was burnt off. I literally cannot. 92 year old lady. <laughs> or 70 year old lady. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Hello. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Wait, speaking of lawsuit. Okay. The other thing I watched was HBO put out a documentary about the Gwyneth trial. Oh, because when she hit the, the guy. Trials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's garbage. Don't Is waste it? your time. Won't do I it. basically watched a better version of it on TikTok while it was happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Okay, so you know how we make fun of the Mormons a lot? Yeah. Okay. I'm now going to make fun of what I am, which is Catholic or Christian. Okay. Okay, Okay, so I saw this video on TikTok, and it kind of blew me away, right? Okay. Mia, if you were to be martyred for the faith, what way would you go out? Personally, if I'm dying for Christ, I don't care. Like, I'm going out. Okay, fair. 
would you go out? So back in the biblical times, they would stone people. And I think telling that story in heaven would be cool because it's painful. But I'm never folded for Jesus. Never. What? Amen. Amen. Olivia, Amen. you martyred for the faith. What would it be? Um, definitely <laughs> eaten by lions. That would be kind of sick. What? Amen. Annie, if you were martyred for Christ, what way would you go out? Uh, I honestly think I would want to be like in one of those like old Roman arenas and then like a lion eat me. Oh, okay. Alex, if you could get martyred what? for Christ, what way would you These go out? These people are not. I feel like getting thrown off like the highest, highest building would be tough. <laughs> like you could at least enjoy the ride down. Okay. Ethan, like, if you could get martyred for Christ, what way would you go out? I'm probably shot in the head. Caleb, if you're okay, so we got to. Uh, this go. is. I don't like this. Okay, so they're glorifying being martyred for Christ. Where are these kids, and who hurt them? Yeah, I. <laughs> what? And they're like, think it's cool or whatnot. No, I. I not gathered. That is. Someone said, I want to be stoned to death because it'd be really painful and it'd be a cool story to tell in heaven. Something tells me Jesus would be like, hold on. I feel like you weren't listening to anything I was saying. <laughs> Where did you find this video? I, I don't know. Obviously, I get a lot of Mormon stuff, so now I'm starting to get crazy Catholic stuff, too. So it, it just popped up for you on your algorithm? Yeah. That scares me for you. But it's really, but what's scary to me is that, like, that is glorified for these kids. Like, they think yeah. that, like, it would be so cool to be martyred for Christ. Mm. Yeah, these kids are romanticizing being martyred. I don't think that's a good thing for you to romanticize. Am I way off base here? Do they are they joking or are they do they are they just doing this because it's dead serious? I tell you how I'd want to go out if I was being martyred for the faith. How? Hot cup of coffee between my legs, burn that genitalia right off. I went up to head. That, you guys don't even that, know what happened to me. That wouldn't take you all the way out. My pee pee got burned up at McDonald's. You'd still be alive though. <laughs> Oh, man, craziness. Unfortunately for you, you would be. I have great news on the music front. Oh, okay. You are a big fan of Sublime. I know that. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Sublime. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Bradley Newell passed away too young. Growing up in California, like he was, Sublime was the thing. You know, it's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sublime were like, this is California's band. Yep. I didn't know that Bradley Newell, the lead singer of Sublime, had a son. Mm. I didn't know that Bradley Newell had a son that played music and sounds exactly like him. Ah. I need to play for you Bradley Newell's son playing with the band Sublime. It's up to you what you really want to do. Time in America. That's pretty cool. Doesn't he sound just like his dad? Identical. He's even up there with his shirt off just like his dad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty cool because I feel like a lot of kids wouldn't want to do that, right? Yeah. A lot of kids feel like they want to make their own path and like yeah. whatever. So I think it's kind of cool that he's leaning into it. I remember I interviewed Jacob Dylan years ago and it was like, do not ask me about my father. See? And I was mm -hmm. like, I get it. But you do sound a lot like your dad. Just saying. Mm -hmm. And also the Wallflowers. That first record, amazing. Yeah. 
Well, I think we're going to have a new sound bar clip. Ah. Or maybe I already did this. Anyways. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. Bitch, what the fuck? 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 All right, you get the idea. I I just love how much you love that. It's so great. It's the best. I finally watched Barbie. Yeah, did you like it? Did you watch it? I watched my wife watch it on a plane, and I thought to myself, this isn't for me. Yeah, it's it's definitely not for guys, I'll tell you that. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I, I don't like people were really just obsessed with it. I think it's good. I'm not sure it's like the greatest fucking thing in the world. Like everyone was making it seem to be, but it yeah. was good. I love Margot Robbie, you know, so like I enjoyed it. I do feel like Ryan Gosling, like I'm fascinated that he took the role. Like I mm. think for me, it would have been hard to find a guy that would want to take this role because it is very, um, What's the right way to say it? Like feminist? Yes. That's yeah. a nice way of saying it. <laughs> like they really make men look like garbage in this movie, which you know I love so much. But well, um to find a guy that was willing to play that is like impressive. So good on Ryan for, you know, having the balls to play that role. I mean, he's perfect for it. Although I do feel like they made him and I know it was like the character, but like usually I think Ryan Gosling is so hot and like he didn't look great in this movie. Really? Yeah. Didn't, didn't look his best. So what you're trying to say is... Men are garbage. Is that what you're trying to say? True. Yeah. But not Ryan Gosling obsessed. No. And Michael Sarah's in it too, right? <laughs> he has like four lines yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. fucking hilarious. But like, I would have liked to have seen more Michael Sarah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else? You got uh, Muzak's? Ryan Adams put out a new album. Really? I listened to it once through the other day. I mean, it just sounds like Ryan Adams, you know? Okay. So, so if you like Ryan Adams... If you, you like Ryan Adams... I mean, like it. are we allowed to like Ryan Adams again? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, he was, I on, like he was, he was canceled for a little bit, but I think he's back. I know, but I do like him. I know, I do too. I don't really know. Um, I don't want you guys to be angry at us. I know. Let's see, I got some stuff. I don't know how to pronounce this band's name, but it's Leon Bridges with Kaharun Bin. Hmm. I really like this. This is a song called Texas Sun that I was digging on. Texas Sun. Oh, I've heard this. Have you? Caressing you from Fort Worth to Amarillo well, Come on, roll with me to the sun dips low Texas sun Texas sun I do love when soul and country meet it is always good. It's so nice. And then I'm like, mm, maybe I just wish that all country singers sounded like soul singers. <laughs> mm, maybe. maybe that's what I really want. 
I, saw, I found this guy on, on TikTok. Someone, like, I love, this is what's happening now. It used to be that I was the tastemaker, like, at Lightning 100. Like, we'd have music mm -hmm. meetings and, like, I would discover shit. And now the YFTers now know my sensibilities so much that they now tag me in shit that I'm, so now they're the tastemakers for me. And then mm -hmm. I'm just regurgitating it back to you. Yep. It's a very fun, funny, like, cyclical s situation that's happening. Anyways, so the wife here that sent me this, thank you so fucking much. This guy's name is Monrovia, and he is awesome. This is a song called City on a Hill. Check it out. Cool. You look back at the footprints on the path. Where does that leave you? Can you be still as a void only silence can feel? Where you are, so that's real. When you're there. Good driving music. You got anything? Um, have I talked to you about Cameron Marlowe before? I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. Um, he's a country guy, so and I know you don't like country very much, so I may have brought him up and you just don't remember, but he put out an album in 2022 that I loved called We Were Cowboys. But he is an up he's like a new up and coming country artist. Okay. Um and there's a lot of those right now. Like there's a lot of young girls and guys coming up on the country scene. I, I think he's the fucking best. He's got the voice. He's got the songs. He's cool as fuck. I'm a big, big fan. And he put out a new song called Tennessee Don't Mind. Um, if you do like country music and you haven't heard of Cameron Marlowe, I highly recommend you checking him out. He's so talented. You want to go out on it? Sure. Okay. Um, what do you got coming up? I'm going back to Sundance Festival. Fun. Is that next week? Or, I don't know. I don't know what day it is or time it is or anything. I'm like in the black hole of the new year, you know? But I'll be at Sundance January 19th doing a little DJ gig and then coming out to LA, but not until the 1st of February. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, we'll get to hang out then. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? I'm going to Orlando to play in this LPGA event with... Yeah, you do that every year. Yep. Um, with my buddy Ben Higgins. Um, mm -hmm. Robbie Amell is going to be there. Michael Pena, my buddy over at uh, our golf club. Cool. Alfonso Ribeiro, a ton of athletes. Get tickets if you want to come hang out with us. Like, you very, like, we talk to everybody because you're just like walking around the golf course. So, like, people who want to come hang out with us, do it. Uh, it's in Orlando. I think it's like the 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Then I'm going to, uh, we're going to go to Disney World after that. Then I go to another fucking wedding. Oh. And I'm going to the AT&T Pro Am up in Monterey. That'll be fun around the beginning of February. So, you're just busy, busy. Yep. And then, yeah. So yeah, that's what's happening. YFTers, we're so glad to be back. We miss you so much. Oh, well, we really did. We really did. It was, it was, it I've was been tough. so bored without that. Same. Them. I'm like, I got so much stuff I want to talk about. I know. Fused labias? Shia LaBeouf oh, becoming... I wonder what Shia LaBeouf wants to be martyred for. You know? I don't want to know. Maybe a Decepticon <laughs> takes him down? Transformer mm. joke! Mm. All right, Tears. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, go do some Fuck You Very Much in the reviews. We need to read some yeah. of those. We need some 2024 reviews of Fuck You Very Much. And if you're not following us on Instagram, please go do that. And YouTube. And please subscribe on YouTube. All right. Tears. we'll see you later. Happy 2024. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.
You know what would make that country song better? Mm. Soul singer. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.